What? Life isn't supposed to suck? Get out of here. Life is supposed to be good? For me? I don't think so. Truth. Did you know that you have the power to create your own reality? Truth. Did you know that you can live the life that you've always desired? Holy That's right, and that's why we're here. Are you ready? Unless you're on joy overload, you've come to the right place. It's time to get out of your own way and start creating more of what you want and less of what you don't. Enough with the excuses. I'm your host, Jenny Roberts. Let's do this. Welcome, AE family. So happy to be here with you today and discuss a topic that we all, regardless of where we come from, where we're going, uh, you know, any any part of our journey, uh, where we were born, where we currently live, we all have this in common, and that is our powerful, powerful intention to live in as much joy as possible. So what does this mean, living in joy? What does it mean to you? From our perspective, this is all about experiencing more of what we want and less of what we don't. And it can be a little tricky. Joy is something that for some of us feels very far away. And when we are confronted with it or find ourselves experiencing it, it almost makes us a little uncomfortable. For example, if something fantastic happens and we naturally want to celebrate it, we can find ourselves doing it briefly not making that big of a deal out of it. And yet, when things aren't working out and we're experiencing something other than joy, we tend to sit right in that. So this is a very interesting behavior, this human behavior of giving more of our attention to what isn't working than what is. And this is our practice. This is our evolution, this is where the expansion takes place, is really an understanding that while contrast is important, in other words, when I know what doesn't bring me joy, I gain clarity around what does. It is imperative to our bliss that we celebrate what is working all the time. So even, and maybe most importantly, when we are sitting in a bit of shit, we look around and go, okay, what is working now? This can be tricky. I don't know about you, but the daily challenges of life in this time and space can wear you down. And I'm speaking for myself, not for you. Obviously, I can't do that. However, I've had a lot of conversations with many of you, and we do have this common kind of stuckness that we find ourselves living in. And this is where this practice it becomes so essential. Because if we don't realize our patterns, if we don't, if we're not awake to what is going on, then we tend to feel a bit like life is happening to us 
that we're a victim of our environment, that we don't have a lot of control over what we're experiencing. And while this can be true at times, there are some things beyond our control. The majority of the time, the large majority of the time, actually almost all of the time, we can control how we choose to respond. If we are in a dire straits, so let's say something, a medical emergency happens or um, something just really kind of a left hook out of nowhere in our life takes place. And this is common. This is not uncommon at all. That, of course, can feel a bit different. Okay, we can feel um, overwhelmed by what is happening and we can find it very difficult to not be reactive. And I don't believe that this is something we need to punish ourselves for. We are human beings, right? We're, we're uh, spiritual beings having a human experience as well as a spiritual experience. And therefore, we got to cut ourselves some slack sometimes when the tough stuff happens. However, through this practice and through our awareness of our patterns, our patterns of thought, our patterns of behavior, our beliefs, through our awareness of this, we have a lot of control over how we manage what is taking place in our lives. And therefore, the very good news is we absolutely have the power to experience a ton of joy in our lives. And the easiest way to begin doing this, my friends, is to acknowledge what is working. And this is why we always begin our day in a state of appreciation for what is working. And it can be really simple, really simple, but we've got to begin acknowledging it. We've got to begin giving equal time to what is working. And this is going to require a practice. Because without a practice, we're just going to succumb to the incoming, to social media, to media in general. We're just going to succumb because it's everywhere. It's coming at us 24-7. Now, I'm a pretty detached person. I don't look at a lot of that. I've chosen to live in a place that's quite isolated and quite detached. But I am a human being and I need interaction and I want to play in the sandbox with others. So I need to be selective. I believe in what I choose to give my attention to. How do you feel about that? So you could pause for a moment here and maybe jot down, if you will, or just think about what has your attention right now? What's kind of taking over your mind, taking over the majority of your thoughts? What What is that subject? Don't resist or push against. There's no reason to do that. Just look at it. You know, when we meditate, we have these thoughts that just kind of float in and float out. And the idea is we just observe them and let them go. And that's okay. And the more that we practice the quiet mind, the easier it is to access it. And this is where joy can be always be found always and peace, which are, are quite connected, these two energies. So I want you to take a moment to just think about that. And I'm going to give you an example, something quite, you know, generic, so we can all relate to it. Money. 
So let's say, for example, you've got enough money right now, but you still find yourself worrying about whether or not you're going to have enough money or you punish yourself around decisions that you made in regard to money in the past that you feel you're really paying the price for now. So let you kind of pick a scenario. Maybe you're just super stressed about not having enough money, period. Okay, we can all relate to this. If we haven't been there in the past, we'll, you know, we will bump into this. Absolutely, we all know this. And this is okay. Okay, but it, it is very fear-connected, you know, the idea of money. So one of the ideas is that I think we need to recognize the fact that generally our consciousness as a community, as a world, if you will, has placed more value in money than people. So it's not surprising that you and I, that we all struggle a bit around money. Now, I truly believe there's plenty of it. There's a bit of a distribution challenge, <laughs> I believe, but there's there's piles of money laying around. So what do we need to do to access that if that's something that we feel we really want to experience in our lives? One thing that is important to understand is your why around it. Now, we've talked about this before. We believe that we want things, let's say money, for example, because we believe it will bring us joy. And this is what we're talking about today. Oh, if I had money, then that's not always the case. Perhaps you've experienced that flow of money coming in and out of your life, and yet you were stressed the more money you made, the more money you spent, the higher the expectations were from your partner or and or family and or friends around this money that you're making. Perhaps your lifestyle changed as a result of it. And therefore, you're living in a different community. You moved perhaps away from people that you knew well. You just changed your environment as a result of it. So all of this can be good and can be joyful. But I do believe that this is a a great subject to, to bump into because it doesn't always work this way. And what we come to find is that we're the constant, right? No matter where we live, how much money we have, how much money we don't have, whether we're well, we're sick, whatever is happening, we are the constant, so money can certainly help to ease things at times, but it absolutely does not provide us with joy. Joy is something that comes from peace of mind, and we can have peace of mind with or without cash. This is absolutely possible. And when we relinquish the power, and, and you can pick any subject you want, maybe health, is the subject, whatever it might be that's on your mind right now that seems to be separating you from your joy. We've got to look at that connection. What is that all about? And, and have fun with this. This doesn't need to be torturous. <laughs> this can be fun. So if I had the money that I feel like I would like to have. How much money is that? You want to know, be specific. What would that look like? How would that change your relationships? Hmm. 
What is your belief system around money? Were you taught that money is something that just, you know, wealthy people have and they they just lucked into it. Their parents made a bunch of money, so they have money and they don't know what it's like to not have money. And we make all of this shit up. It's not necessarily at all true, but sometimes we'll justify in our minds why we don't have what we have and others do have what they have. Um, you know, we by disassociation, we just we don't get to have it. So where does that belief come from? See, all of this is about what we believe and where we pick these beliefs up and what new beliefs are we building right now in this moment, just as we consider this conversation. What does that look like? So I know this is a bit of a sticky topic. And some people may say it has absolutely nothing to do with joy. Fair enough. That's a belief. That's what you believe. That's what you believe. I probably parallel that belief fairly closely, but I do believe it's important to love money in a very healthy way because it can serve you. You don't have to serve it. When it gets tw- you know twisted around, this is where we, you know, we get very confused and joy gets lost because we think we're going to find it in something that we can buy. And that just simply doesn't happen. Joy, my friends, is born from love. And there is no other way to connect to it. Self-love, love and appreciation for all that we already have and are experiencing and compassion. Life can be very simple and we can have everything that we need. This is our inherent right. But we have to build a relationship. We have to learn to love. We have to know that we are worthy, that we deserve to have whatever it is that we desire. Truly deserve it. Hmm. This is a big question to ask ourselves. So something is outside of our reach. We feel like we can't get our hands on it. Let's check in with the heart. Where is this desire coming from? Do we want it so that people can see we have it? If so, then I believe that it has distanced itself from from you or from myself because our inner being knows that's not healthy. That won't bring you joy because now you're placing your power outside of yourself to be accepted by others simply by owning something. And when you come from a place of love and you live in love, you know that you own nothing and you don't really have a desire to control things. What you have a desire for when it comes to control is peace, is a good night's sleep, is to live without worry and constant concern and that stress of the unknown. Because we've built through this practice a very strong foundation of who we are 
and why we're here. And that is to experience as much love as possible, which then in turn provides us with max joy. So what does this look like for you? If you're dealing with a relationship that simply is not joyful, how do we change that? We begin with our beliefs. We start with knowing, baby steps, that we are worthy of love. We are worthy of relationships that serve us, where we are honored and respected. We are building beliefs around our worthiness in accordance to having what we need for our mental, spiritual, physical health, our wellness, our oneness. We will nurture our connection to source. Mother Earth provides everything that we need. And yet, most of us don't have time for her. Hmm. Good thing she always has time for us. Always, always reaching for us, always calling us outdoors, reminding us to look up at the sun, to look up at the stars, and be playful about this gift that we're experiencing, this life gift. So could we have made some different decisions that would have taken us down a different path? Perhaps, but here we are. So what do we choose in the moment? How do we begin shifting today? We do this one thought at a time and one belief at a time. I sincerely hope that you will consider joining us on this journey to creating our own reality, to rebuilding community and having the friendships, the relationships, the love and the joy that we are worthy of and that we came here with powerful intention toward. Until next time, my friends, I leave you in joy. Much peace. Well, warriors, that's a wrap. Until next time, step into your power and remember, we're all in this together and your time is now. Time to live the life you deserve. Go to Alignment Essentials slash podcast gift to begin your journey. We're out of here. Peace.